Hello, everyone. You're listening to Turning the Page Podcast with Jer and Jell. We will be sharing stories from our life experiences in hopes of providing you with entertainment, encouragement, inspiration, and invoking thoughts on topics we all think about with transparency and rawness. So turn your volume up and let's get started. We are back, and today we have a podcast named Talk to Me Like You Love Me. Ooh, that's going to be good. I hope so. Juicy today. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. That, that, I, I, when, uh, when we started talking about the title on this, I was very excited about it. I was really excited about it because I think it covers so many areas. And I think that it's such an important thing, the way you talk to people, the way you talk to each other, especially in a relationship, has a lot to do with peace and happiness and joy and all that good stuff. Yeah. And how you talk to your spouse says a lot more about you, really, Yeah, in my opinion. (laughs) I think so, too. I think so, too. Because uh, we, we kind of had a little bit of a discussion today. Mm-hmm. We didn't really talk about it because I think we save our discussions We're gonna for this. We're going to surprise each other today. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. Uh, you know, we talk about what we want to <laughs> talk about, think of a title, and then we go from there. We don't really tell each other what we're going to say. We're just going to yep. just gonna talk right now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> this what, that's what it is. It's a a live discussion. So. Yeah. Um, we completed our first podcast. We launched that, put that out, and we got some good feedback from it. Yes. Um, and thinking about what we wanted to do on this one, you know, we want to bring you guys content that matters and something that makes you think about things. And hopefully, Real, I think we're going to do that today too. Genuine so. rawness, basically. So well, talk to me like you love me, babe. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Man, now, you is look that good in that sweater. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I should. You bought it for me. I did. I did. Now, talk to me like you love me is not about, oh, come on, baby, let's go, kind of hot talk, okay? Let's just put it out there. It's going to be about communication yes. with true. your partner. But giving you some compliments and telling you you look amazing and beautiful, which you do. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. See, I ain't that, gonna lie. That is I do talking, love compliments. That is talking love. <laughs> yes. But um, yes, communication is very important. Openness is very important. There's there's a couple things I know that we're gonna hit. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I was sharing today that I kind of talked to my beautiful wife about that's looking fine over Stop here. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really believe that com- communication is key in relationships. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, if communication is lost and you lose communication, then I think the way I told you is you lose vulnerability. Oh, you you close the door to vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Once vulnerability is not available and it's not in your your vocabulary or your relationship, then you start keeping things from each other, and I think that has a big play off of how you act with each other and and react with each other yeah so 
that's a little bit of what what I was saying. But mm-hmm. I think communication keeps the door open. I, one of the things that I think of is I love that we have open communication. That you and I can talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about some things that probably aren't very comfortable topics to talk about at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think part of it... Um, I don't recall being in a relationship where I could feel like I could share that. So when we were dating, I was very open with you. Oh, yeah. Why do you say it like that? (laughs) What's that? Because I... I Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, because I remember those, like, beginning text messages. Like, I've never... I had never dated someone who texts so much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can go, like, paragraphs of text, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. But you were, like, detailed in text, like, exactly how you were feeling, exactly what I should do. You were like, you should flee. You should run away from me. You should do all these things, and this is why I feel this way. And mm, I, I remember remember that. those text I messages. Feel, I kind of forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, you're like, Jell, I don't know about this. You just, you really just need to free or flee, 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 flee from me. That's, that was the gist of the text, the, the big did one. Did we ever go in, into depth of why I had said that or like, did I share that with you? Yes. What yes. Did, what did I tell you? Um, well, if I can remember correctly, because that feels like a long time ago, but part it of the text was. message. It's over almost, it's over long, a year. Not, not quite a year and a half. Like yet, a year but, or something. Yeah. yeah. So um, part of it was just because of your failed relationships and you were just like, not feeling good about yourself or worthy like you're like no you don't want me like trust me you were like women fall in love with my humor and my goofiness and then it annoys them later you don't want that da, 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 da. that was one of the reasons and and how you struggled with certain things that you're still working on i think i still carried this weight of thinking i was the like a disappointment or mm-hmm. I was a like failure. You couldn't do anything right. Yeah, like like any relationship yeah. I got into, it was either gonna fail or Because it was your fault be all the time. Very uh unhealthy. Right. And I don't think I bring unhealthiness to relationships, but for some yeah. reason things would always start out great and they would be running smoothly and things would be going well and then all of a sudden something would just switch. Hmm. But the other portion of that is when I told you that you just need to run. You just need to stay away from me. My heart wasn't in the right place at mm-hmm. that time. Um, I wasn't dating to find someone. Mm-hmm. I wasn't dating to like, oh, I'm looking for my next wife. You were or... dating to have fun. I was. <laughs> I, I was. <clears throat> and I was open with you about that, too. I mean, I used to Oh, share. I know. <laughs> I remember, I mean, and it's like for me at that time, like I had gone through that phase of dating for fun and dating just to pass time and dating because you're lonely. And I went through that phase after my divorce for like three years. So I, you know, after um, Chris passed, I was like, I didn't want to go back to that. I knew I wanted to be a wife and I knew that that is what I want to be and need to be. I don't want to date. So I dated with a purpose, which you were the only one I dated after. So, (laughs) but it's, you know, it was 
me praying about it and, you know, saying like, hey, let me know, God, if this is right. And, you know, you know, the rest of the story. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that wasn't my mentality that I didn't want to date for fun. I dated with a purpose and you were not at that mentality at all. No, it took a while for, for me to even like open it up in my mind. But you were very open and communicated your feelings in the beginning and you still do to this day. So yeah, being open and raw with the person you're dating or, you know, your husband or wife is very, very important. I think a lot of relationships lack that. And for some reason, there's a fear. I know as a man, there's a fear of if you open up too much that you feel like like you're going to be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. But I've been taken advantage of. So I'm like to the point to why don't I just open up anyways? What do you have you know, to lose? When I don't open up, <laughs> I'm still taken advantage of. So. Yeah. But um, I think it's huge. It, 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 it allows us to, it brings security the way I feel. Well, coming from a women's perspective, right? Like I really, in my past relationships, didn't like when they were not open with me. When they, when they didn't share how they felt, what they wanted, what they needed, and they just were quiet or vague no details. I'm not a mind reader. No one's a mind reader. Like you need to share these things with me. So I didn't like that. If you didn't share with me, I felt distant from you. I would feel um, closed off from you. So, so that's from a woman's perspective. Yes. We love that openness, the vulnerability, you know, that that's what we want. That's what we we need from our partner. And that when when a man does that with their partner, it opens the woman up to maybe be more kind, more sweet, more understanding. Because now they're like, oh, it's like something switches in your brain. Oh, they're sharing with me. Yeah. Okay. So this actually is something that means a lot to them, or they value this, or you know. They trust me enough to share this information with me, you know. So it, it kind of changes a woman's perspective and how they treat their spouse as well, in my opinion. Because, like, I've been in a relationship where we didn't have that communication and it was all shut off. And I was like, ugh, don't even want to talk to you. I already know what to expect. What's the point? And yeah. then I've had you know, relationships where we do share and we open up and, and that openness brings you closer together. It's a different type of intimacy, yeah. you know, other than the physical, you know, so it's very important. I think the times that I, and I, I have been closed up at times. There's, there's, you get to a point in a relationship where you do close up and I know where I close up is when, when that, communication isn't there or it doesn't feel like it's Mm -hmm. reciprocated both ways and the other portion or the other the other part is where i feel disrespected or i feel like i'm not valued 
in that relationship. Then I stop sharing because I'm like, why am I going to share? Why am I going to say this? Why am I going to say that? Because mm-hmm. then what it feels like from or when I'm in that area is like, is all I'm going to do is, or all that, that all that's going to be done is I'm going to share something and then it's going to be used against me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yes. happened before. And, and you know what? That is true because my past self when I was younger and married the first time, if he shared something with me, sometimes I did use it against him in future fights, you know, which is not fighting fair at all. You know, when, when your partner or spouse shares something about themselves that is so deep and so intimate, you, you respect that you hold it in a safe place. Like they're going to you with this information and you safeguard it. You don't go share it. You don't throw it back in their face later in a heated discussion. You just don't do that. That devalues your relationship with them to where they're just going to not want to share with you anymore. And then walls start building and people start shutting down. And after that, it, it, it takes a lot to restore and repair. It's hard to come back from those areas. <clears throat> you know, one one of the things I know we, we've shared with people that we've been around, and when we were in LA, we talked to um, a couple that was there, and you know, we got laughed at because we're newlyweds. <laughs> oh wait, they're like, wait, you guys are how, how long have you been married? Oh, talk to us in ten years. So yes, we are newlyweds, going on three months. We got married in October. And uh, just because you are newlyweds doesn't mean you don't have experience in relationships. I exactly. Mean, you know, third marriage, fourth marriage for him. It we have experience, and we have a lot to share. So yes, newlyweds. Yeah, we're still, I guess, in that love phase, huh? The lovey-dovey phase. We have Which yet great. to have our first fight. Uh, I don't know when our first fight will happen. I'm still waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm I'm putting bets on this that she's going to be the first one that gets upset with oh. me. I'm just waiting. I'm like, going to happen. I mean, happen. I have gotten irritated. Well, yeah. I've gotten irritated with you, too. Yeah, yeah. But like a full-on fight or heated dis- disagreement? Not yet. Not yet. And And I... I, I'm not sure why. I mean, we've been dating. We dated for a year and then got married. So yeah. we've been actually a year and three months almost, right? So I feel like most couples a year and three months in have already at least fought one. Well, we've lived together now for what long is it? I don't know. <laughs> Well, since we got married, but yes. Anyways, it's it's been like we've we've had the opportunity to go through everything because since we are open, since we mm-hmm. are ourselves, we're not trying to be someone else around no. each other. And the thing that I really love about our relationship is we've never tried to be anybody else except for us, and we've been able to accept each other for us. You know, oh, when we have good days, when we have bad days, you know, we've we've had a couple bad days last week, you know, where whether it was work related or something that happened 
outside of of work but we don't i think one of the great things and and where we talk love is we don't take that out on each other mm-hmm. so if i have a bad day i might come home and just be like oh man i had a rough day that has happened and quite often. i think last week i was like pretty quiet i didn't really talk a whole lot i just wanted to sit there i didn't feel like doing much mm-hmm. and just the other day this week too was it this week mm-hmm. was it okay yeah, and that's so that's what I'm thinking of. I think so. We're on the couch. We're, you know, we had just gotten home. Very long, hard day at work, and I'm used to like chipper, joyful, goofy Jeremy <laughs> when he gets home. You know, and it wasn't like that. We're sitting down. You're decompressing. <laughs> you're eating dinner, and you're just quiet. And your whole demeanor is just—you just looked exhausted. And I looked at you and I looked at the TV and I looked back at you and I asked you, are you okay? Yeah. A and couple times. A couple times. Cause I didn't, <laughs> I never believed the first answer ever, ever. So, <laughs> so I asked you, you're like, yeah, yeah, fine. I'm like, okay. And then I looked at you again, looked at the TV, looked at you again. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> and you're like, well, I, I had a long day, hard day at work. I was like, oh, okay. So you, you're just in decompressing mode right now. You're like, the re- yeah. I need time to decompress and relax. And you're like, yeah. I was like, okay. So, so now I know when you get like that, it's not because of anything I did or because of anything I said. It was a, you need that time to decompress because of your day. Through that, do you, do you know the, the way that you spoke to me like you love me? No. What do you mean? So at that moment when I got home, I I was I was irritated <laughs> with work because I had some things that happened and mm-hmm. I was over it. I was frustrated and um, so I got home. I get here and you knew that I was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. You knew that I was upset. You knew that I was going through like oh, I just want to relax and i just want to breathe and just be at home because this is this is my peace when i'm at home this is where like oh my gosh i just yeah it is it is a very safe zone but the way that you talk to me like you love me is you didn't sit there prying and asking well what's wrong why are you mad or why are you (laughs) upset why don't you talk to me and why don't you do this well you're not saying anything is did i do something wrong did i you know you asked me once i think are you mad at me? And I said, no, babe. I said, I'm, I'm yeah. not mad at you. But that, that wasn't bad at all. But you didn't sit there and pry and poke and pick. And mm-hmm. well, what happened? Like trying to resolve it, like trying to find out well, what happened and why are you mad and mm-hmm. how can we fix this? You know, so I didn't have to sit and let my mind try to go back to what happened and, you know, try and to refigure it. it out and relive <laughs> oh, it. And, oh, my gosh, I didn't <laughs> want to relive that day because it was just. Yeah. frustrating but um well yeah, i think was... over over the years i've learned if he wants to share with me he will you know because i used to be that pushy person like so what happened and i want the details oh okay and what was her name and what time did this happen i used to i used to be that person but now that in itself is a lot of work actually well, yeah, for me you, you gotta dig <laughs> so, you gotta pry so it now out of them. <laughs> i'm just like okay share when you're ready share if you want to 
If it doesn't affect me and our relationship, I probably don't even need to go. You know? So, so, so yeah, I guess that would be an example of kind of reading your partner, seeing where they're at, asking those questions. And, and if you don't understand a response that is given to you, ask more questions. Yeah. You know, there's this thing called open-ended questions. They're awesome. You know, you, you ask a question that is open-ended that they can't answer with one word. And it just opens up like you want to believe. Okay. So use that. Ask to understand. And I mean, it's, it's a miracle. But the answers you might get, sometimes they might not say anything. They might be quiet. They might have to think. Give them that time and that space to think. Maybe they're not ready to respond. You know, have some yeah. patience with them. Maybe they're collecting their thoughts. And that is, that's very important. You know, I, I kind of, as you say that, yeah, I kind of go back to, there's a, a meme that I see where it talks about, like, the difference from men and the difference from women. <laughs> and you look at the way a man's head or brain is wired, and it's literally like this wire to the computer, right? But then you look at a woman's brain, it's like this wire, that wire, this wire. There's like 10 more wires back here. You've got these wires <laughs> to these lights. you got wires going into extension uh, cords. you got, you know, and, yeah. and as a man, we tend to think simple, think, I don't want to say logic because you women One way, logic. Yeah, one direction. It, it is. Or our so, direction's like everywhere. A lot of times whenever you do ask questions, like it's, this is what it was. It wasn't anything in depth. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to answer this, this, and this, and this. But yes, yeah, yeah. So you know, ask to understand. So you talk about a open ended question. Maybe someone's listening and saying, "Well, what's an open ended question? What does that mean?" I'm sure. Well, for example, if you tell me, "Oh, I had a hard day at work," and I say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, babe, that you had a hard day. What was yeah. hard about it? Yeah. What was hard about it? Sure. That's not something you can answer with yes, no, maybe, or just a single word. You have to actually use sentences to respond. Yeah. So just asking questions that are open-ended will get you a lot. And she does that quite a bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> quite often. I do like to say I am a professional question asker. Well, that's <laughs> where your degree is in a lot of that. So, yes. Oh, no. So, so, yeah. So, don't understand. Well, don't just shut down. Ask. Yeah. Because how, how would you even know if you don't ask? The, the worst that can happen is they don't respond back. They don't want to answer and they leave the room or something. Okay. Okay, give them that space. They'll come back. So, for instance, if that does happen, I mean, I don't ever see that happen to us, but <laughs> who well, knows? Well, you know. never Maybe. know. I will tell you this. If I am very frustrated or heated where I have to leave the room, I'm going to tell you. I need to leave the room for a moment. I need some space to collect my thoughts. And we will pause this conversation and resume later because. I can't handle it at this time. I will tell you that. And then I will leave. I'm not going to just stomp out and leave because that's 
rude and disrespectful. I, I want you to know why I'm doing this. I want you to know the why behind my action. I don't want to leave questions in your head. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's what I would do. And I think that's important because a lot of times that, I mean, that I'm sure we both experienced that in our relationship. And you're like, what the heck? What just happened? Like, you just left. Just didn't say anything. Or he mm-hmm. just got up and walked out. You know, I think the other important thing is, you know, those, those discussions shouldn't be left at that point. So when you do step away or I say, you know what, Jal, I need some time. I'm going to go for a walk. Or, man, I had a rough day today. I just don't feel like talking about it right mm-hmm. now. And, and you go, okay, that's fine. But I think sometimes, it, it, especially if it deals with you and I, like our relationship versus work. Work doesn't matter. But when we go through something in our relationship and there's, I irritated you, I made you upset, we get to that point to where we're not discussing it. Okay. But we step away, I think we should come back and talk about that. And I think it's important to do that because you don't leave anything unresolved. Right. You don't leave anything for assumption or you don't leave anything for someone to start, well, he did this because Mm -hmm. that or she did that because this. Kind of. So an example that comes to mind just with you saying that is one day we were in the kitchen and you know I'm a little bit of a clean freak, okay? <laughs> I like things clean, organized, in order. And you have a tendency of cooking and you will wash the dishes and put all the stuff away, but you won't wipe down the counters. You won't clean the stove and you just leave all the stove top and the counters and the microwave above the stove all, all greasy. Okay. So, so when I want to cook something next, it's a pigsty. The next time, you're like, oh my God, what I, is I can't this? cook like that. It's yeah. like, it's too greasy and oily and dirty. So, and you had done that a few times. So, I remember one time specifically in the kitchen, I responded because you had just finished, you know, putting your dishes away and cleaning. Yeah. And I said, you know what, babe? Thank you for washing your dishes and cleaning up your mess. And actually that time, because I had already shared previously that you had, that I wanted you to clean the stove too. Because it's, it's about communicating your, your wants and your needs to your partner. And yeah. it, this is something as small as cleaning, right? My cleaning preference, right? It's my preference. It might not be your preference, but it's my preference. It is so, hers. It's not mine. So <laughs> I said, I really appreciate you cleaning after you cooked. Next time, can you please use this product and this wipe? Or, you know, I'm giving yeah. you detailed specifics yeah. on how I like it done. So, yes, you did it. And I showed gratitude and a and I was appreciative and I thanked you for it. And then I said, next time, do you think you could do it like this? It's that simple. Like, yeah. I'm not yelling. I'm like, I'm not, Ugh, babe, yeah. you did it wrong. Why did you do it like this? This is how I do it. And, you know, it's no, it's show your appreciation and gratitude and then tell them this is how I normally do it. And you're really receptive to it. Well, it's 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 how things are delivered, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's how you say it, not what you say. 
<laughs> That's a topic just for another Let's conversation. Let's pause there just for a moment. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Let's just let that soak in. Just Let's sit in quiet for a second. So that was a great quote that you just said. I love that. Say it one more time. It's not what you say, but how you say it. Mm. And I love that you do it. <laughs> you don't just say it. You do it. Uh, well, I will say that it takes a lot of practice and patience with yourself to deliver a message that is more loving than not. So, I mean, I, there are still times where I might not always be as loving, but it is something that I strive for. So, thank you for appreciating it. I do. I do. <laughs> Peace is a huge thing for me, and you bring a lot of peace. So, love it. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> You're too much. So, so one of the other things that, that comes to mind when trying to talk to your spouse like you love them or trying to understand them more or just to better your relationship is by checking in. And I'm going to explain what checking in means because I know you've been waiting to hear. <laughs> I was like, we're going to talk about checking in. And he's like, what is checking in? I was like, you'll see. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. She was making dinner and she would not tell me what <laughs> she was talking about. I'm like, checking in? Oh, come on. What do you mean by checking it's in? It's very self-explanatory. Check in with your spouse. So what Throughout I mean, the day? Okay, I guess it's not that self-explanatory. So what I mean by... <laughs> see, see, does anybody feel my pain? In my head, it's self-explanatory, but not everyone thinks like me. Okay, so checking in, what I mean is check in with your partner. I don't know if you remember, but I had asked you probably a few months back. I think it was before we even got married in October. Or maybe slightly after. I can't recall the time, but it was fairly recent. And I asked you, babe, what can I do to make your day easier? Or is there anything that you want me to do more of or less of in our relationship? That's checking in. Seeing where you're, what your partner is thinking and feeling. Because sometimes your partner won't tell you these things. So just maybe like a monthly check-in. Have it's I guess you could call it a relationship check-in, right? Yeah. You sit down, you, you can schedule it. I'm a big scheduler, you don't have to schedule it, but you schedule a time, <laughs> a place, you know? It doesn't have to be at home. Go to a coffee shop. Go to the park. I don't know. Take a stroll around the block, walk a little bit, get that fresh air because you might need it when you talk about it. <laughs> but have that monthly check-in where, hey, what can I do to better our relationship? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? What do you want to do more of? Like, you know, just, just like that. Or yeah. sometimes a check-in isn't just about what your partner needs or wants. It could also just checking in like, hey, how are you doing spiritually? How are you doing in this area in your life that I know you've been struggling with? Because they won't always share their struggles with you. And sometimes that's because they don't want to burden you. They don't want to worry you. They don't want you to feel sad, mad, bad, any of those things. So they just take it on 
themselves and think that they can do it alone. But when you're married, it's, it's partnership. You're supposed to share these things with your partner, right? Bounce off ideas off of each other. So checking in monthly, maybe on their needs and wants, but also checking in where they're at in the areas that you know that they struggle, that they've shared with you and ask them, how can I help you in that area? Do you remember I asked you those things? I do vaguely. (laughs) Well, when I, I remember though, when you asked me or when I asked you, uh, what can I do better? You said nothing. I'm like, yeah, right. You uh, literally there's didn't. like uh, literally there has been nothing that's been lacking. Huh. Huh. Not in from what I see. Okay. I mean, so ev- everything that okay, we both work jobs. Yes. We both work full time jobs. We constantly go to work. We come home. You are the one that typically jumps in the mode to make dinner to get things going babe go rest go sit down go you know i don't know if you notice something on me maybe i just have a bad day but i'm not pressured to do stuff when i get home so that's that's peaceful to me that's when i get home and you're just like babe go put a movie on or go watch tv or go do whatever you're gonna do on the computer get comfortable and relax and i always come and ask what can i do to help you babe what what do you need help with nothing Nothing. Go rest. Go relax. <laughs> I'm not going to oh fight. I'm not going to argue. Okay, first of all, you act like I do that every day. That is not the case. You do that a lot. <laughs> you do not, that a lot. It's not every day. But that takes a lot of pressure off of me because I can sit down and relax. As a as most guys out there, that's like all we want to do is sit down and relax. Like I don't know why. but for the first hour from coming home? Yeah, it it, it is because, I mean... If you get bombarded with everything, like, and that's the other thing that you, you don't sit there and bombard me. As soon as I come in, you don't, like, throw all your crap on me from the day like, that you've had. Once in a long while, you'll have, like, a, a day that you're just like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And when I get home, you're like, babe, do you know what happened today? And da 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 And I'm just like, I don't have to say anything, so I'm not really talking. I'm just listening. I'm like. She is going like this girl is on a move. She's just talking and, you know, you'll, you'll vent your day to me and then you're good. You're like, you're like, oh, I feel better. You know, there have been those days. Yes. But when, when I come home, like there's certain things that you do and it doesn't add to my stress load. It doesn't add to my day of whatever I went through. Most of the days that I have, they're not, I mean, I come home, I'm happy, I'm chipper, yes, I'm good, babe, I'm home, you know, whatever. Happy the thing home. is, yeah, I am happy to be home. I'm always happy to be home. But um, I don't have your stress load jumping on me or, you know, I can't cook dinner tonight. I'm going to do this. And even on days that I know you've had a busy day, you'll still take on that responsibility and you say, I'm making this, I'm making this, and you're already cooking or you're already doing it. A lot of times I get home, as soon as I get in the garage, like I smell it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? <laughs> so those things, like that's, I guess my love language, part of it, I is don't know, food? I love food. <laughs> as you can tell, it's not so, <laughs> don't look at my stomach while we're sitting here, but. Um, well. And every other area. I mean, there's nothing that we lack in. There will be there, a day. There hasn't been yet. You, there will be this a day woman you will tell satisfies me. my every need. Stop it. Jane. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, there will be. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm thinking. Don't assume uh, you know what I'm thinking. Now you're just making me blush on camera. So uh, there will be a day. I'm gonna tell you right now, where you're gonna tell me. I need more of this. I need you to be like this. I need because uh we're not perfect. We're human. And apparently we're still in that honeymoon phase, right? So there will be a day. Oh, and yeah, and I sure. know you'll communicate it with me just like I will communicate it with you. Because we are gonna continue to keep it open. Oh and yeah. Healthy. Oh yeah. I'm ready for communicative. this first fight. I can't yeah. wait to share our first fight yeah, with I'm everyone. still waiting for you to flip out. So <laughs> well, <laughs> Crazy has left the building, so you won't. See, I don't know. You won't see a flip out from this girl. I could tell you about a flip out that we had one day. Okay, that's, just kidding. That's like a whole other story. You don't want to go there. Oh man, you'll maybe you guys will hear that story another time. But today's not that time. And I have justifications for it. Let me just yes, say yes, yes. But yeah, so checking in, you know. Those things are important in a relationship. Yes. If you want it to, to thrive, in my opinion. And, and I will always remember there was this um, one day. I had a rough day. I can't remember what day it was, but it was a significant day. It was, it was either my late husband's birthday or... His death anniversary this this past year. I can't remember which day it was, but one of those significant days that you always remember. I was having a rough day, and I shared with you how I was feeling, and I was like feeling probably anxious and like I don't know. I had a million emotions I yeah. that day, but you had texted me, and I remember the text because one, no one's ever really texted me like that before. Like I said, this man text. So <laughs> it was a paragraph saying, baby, I love you. I know today is a hard day for you. Please let me know what you need. You are my priority today. And when you said I was your priority, I was like, <laughs> dang, I got lucky because that meant a lot to me. And I didn't need anything from you, anything, because, you know, I'm pretty self-sufficient. But if I did need something, you're available, you're there. And just the fact that you said it meant everything. Opening up. Yes, it, it opened it up and, and I can share with you. And I think later that evening I did share some thoughts and I probably cried and, yeah. you know, and then I was fine. <clears throat> you know, I felt safe. I felt secure with you and, I, and that I could share those things with you. So, yes, that's, that is also a type of checking in. You know, you, you re- recognized a hard day, so you were checking in and text, hey, I'm here, just so you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that goes a long way, too, with partner. Mm-hmm. You hadn't shared that before. I had that's it. A, I, never sh- a... I never shared Man, that with dunk. you, but I did I'm feel that way. Awesome. Awesome. You know, the, and, and that's the thing is, you know, it, Coming, coming from within our relationship, yes, this is a new marriage. This is a new relationship for us. But we've had relationships in the past. And then with you losing Chris, I know that love 
and your experiences and everything that you've gone through just don't go away. Those, mm-hmm. those are never going to go away. And I don't ever expect them to go away. But when those days do come up, like his birthday, his death anniversary, your anniversary mm-hmm. with him for your marriage, you know, certain things like that, I know those are things that are going to be on your mind. And those are things that I feel I can't bring comfort to but I can be supportive to you in that area because I love you because I know that your love for him doesn't just vanish with some people believe that they think, Oh, well she moved on to a new marriage and she just got married and she moved on with her life, which you have not moved on with your life. You haven't just forgot that part of your life and moved on. You've started a new chapter. As we like to say, you turn the page but you're still in that same book. That story is still written as part of that mm-hmm. whole chapter that you're going through or the whole book that you're going through. That's just a, a page that's turned and you've had to start out again. Mm-hmm. But even that alone takes trust. That takes a lot of courage to do because now you're, you're open again to vulnerability. You're open to being hurt. You're open to being, um, I don't know. There's always risk yeah. in love. Well, and that, that's what I was, was going to say, is risk. You're open to that risk. But it's, it's important that I be there for you just in support. I know I can't bring anything to you. I can't be like, oh, don't be mad. <laughs> don't be sad. You're going to be okay. Tomorrow's a better day. You know, that, that's not true because... No. Um, that was a deep love feeling mm-hmm. that you had in a relationship that, that, that you, you came out of that. I am reaping so many rewards of, of that because you're in a whole different place than yeah. where you were, you know, years ago or even a year ago. So yeah. I'm proud of you. And yeah. I love that you trust me with that because I know that's the. Well, I, I definitely <laughs> appreciate you being supportive because I personally couldn't be with someone who wasn't supportive of of my past or understands my past or where I came from or how I got where I am today. It's hard to be in a relationship in general. So to have that support makes it a lot easier and, and special too, you know? So you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the other things that, that I think of as we're talking about this is, you know, you, you bring a piece at home. And I don't want to say that's your job, but as a woman and as my wife, you set the tone in this whole home, in this whole house. So when I come home, you are peace. Home is a place of peace. And a lot of times, men and women, kind of mix those things up to where they're like, you know, um, let me not say it that way, but so you, you bring, you bring a piece to the home. I, my job is to bring peace to you in a sense. So the way I treat you, the way I respond to you, the way I speak to you, the way I do things the way, you know, the way I serve you in certain areas 
if I wasn't doing those things and I was neglecting you in so many different areas, not being a support to you, not loving you the way I should, not being vulnerable, um, I think that's what puts you in the place to where you wouldn't walk in the way yet you are. Because if I wasn't doing certain things, then I don't think I would be getting the peace that you bring. No, you that would you not. Give. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, um, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I re- I <laughs> Sorry, I slurped my water. <laughs> I really believe. On purpose. I know you did. I really believe that when a husband meets his wife's needs, that the wife then has enough energy and wants to meet his needs. Like, you're supposed to put your partner before yourself. Give 100%. If you do that, they will reciprocate. That, that, that's how it works. Like, yes, if you were doing less, I probably would be doing less as well. But no, you're way up here, up, up top. Like Mount Sometimes. Everest. So, oh no, don't even be, don't even say something. One day recently, I came home. And guess what? You had the iRobot cleaning the floor. You were putting away clean dishes. You had a load in the laundry. I mean, you were like getting stuff done that I that you knew I had to get done. I probably mentioned, oh, I need to do this. I need to need yeah, to do laundry. And so I got and home and it you, was already getting done. You said it, but then I saw it. Like I seen the overwhelmed look <laughs> on your face that morning when you were getting ready to take Carter. Like there's days. So she wakes up. She wakes up earlier than I. She goes to bed later than I do. And she wakes up earlier than I do. Yeah. But when she wakes up in the morning, she's usually like, it's a good morning. You know, she's doing her makeup. <laughs> good morning, babe. And I'm walking in the shower going, no. <laughs> But she, you, you are typically upbeat and ready mm-hmm. to go. And that morning, I remember her just like she wasn't. She wasn't herself when she went to the kitchen. I was. I think I walked in after she was already in there, and just the way she would look at like oh the dishes, like she saw the dishes, and then she was the floor. Like she won't when she walks on the floor and it's dirty. She walks a certain way where her her toes kind of. <laughs> Her toes, she doesn't let like part of her toes hit the ground. So sometimes I'm like, what is she trying to hold on to? But she... <laughs> let you have a second there. <laughs> you don't want to make a mess in here. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a really <laughs> crying. Look at you crying. <laughs> but, anyways. So <laughs> besides the point of her bear claw in the floor and walking through, not wanting to step on dirt. I had no idea. I had no idea. You oh, noticed. I know. I know. I, I noticed a lot of things you don't notice. I do walk differently. I didn't know you noticed. Oh, my gosh. Like, it but, made me cry. <laughs> but anyways, oh. I saw that and I saw, seen the overwhelmness that she had. And I was like, oh, shoot. You know, and I, I, I'll tell you straight off the bat, I am not the cleanest person. As you could tell, she even says about me cooking. Yes, I look, I love cooking eggs. I love cooking steaks. I love cooking chorizo and all the things that have grease and pop everywhere and splatter. 
But when I saw that, not only does it make me want to come home and try to do things. So I know for my lunch, I had got off work and I came home and I was like, I was like, cleaned out the robot, started it, (laughs) let it start going through. And then um, I had meant to put a load in in the morning, but I was running late. So I was like, I'm just going to get home early and I'll put a load of clothes (laughs) in. Anyways, I got to get quite a bit of things done, and my day ended where I was able to end it at home. So, But those things are important, and those are things that I'm not very good at noticing sometimes, like the, the cleanliness part. Like, I notice you. For some reason, there could be a pile of dishes. There could be a pile of clothes. There could be stuff all over the place. I won't notice. I'll be like, huh, days that, <laughs> like won't. today, on the couch, I had... Probably about 10 hangers that had been there probably for three days. Yes. I had two jackets that were leaning over the couch because I did put clothes away the other day. And there's like three unmatching socks. But I didn't put that stuff away. So today she goes, babe, can you do me a huge favor? See these hangers? Can you please put them where they go? Because she is under the impression that everything has a place and every place has a thing or something like that. I don't know. So. There's a place for everything. There is. Everything has a spot. But oh my gosh, <laughs> I had no idea. I do curl my toes like that when the floor is dirty. I don't like stepping on <clears throat> I know. I know. Oh, that made me laugh so hard. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, the only thing that I don't do, I, I have done it a couple times, like mop. But yeah, your standards of mopping is, oh my I gosh, know. so much... But greater just, than what I would even provide. Just, I need to hire a housekeeper to come close to me doing it with someone else oh and gosh. see if I could get but it. Just so. you doing those things. Did you see how my face lit up oh, when yeah. I got home? Yeah, I remember that whole day and <laughs> and night. I'm just saying. I know? had some great dinner. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. So yeah, doing things like that for your partner, that's not only speaking my love, like when you clean, I'm like, ooh, baby. Like I need to watch more YouTube videos <laughs> on cleaning. <laughs> like, thank you. I do not have to do that today. Yeah, so that in itself is is speaking my love language and that makes me wanna talk to you like I love you. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know? So uh... So yeah. So there we go. That's a pretty uh, important thing to do. Yes. You know? Yes. No, it, it is. I, I, I think it, when, when I show that I value you and I show that I love you and I mm-hmm. care for you, I think it's by noticing those things. It's things I probably don't want to do, but because of the fact that I love you and I care for you, and I don't want you to have a day where you walk out stressed and knowing that you got to come back home and you've got a busy week and then you've got to come home and do dishes. You got to come home and do laundry. You got to come home and do vacuuming and you got to, you know, and that's happened in the beginning where you would, it took me a while to catch on, but yeah. The thing is when I say, Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. And I'm like saying it out loud. I'm not really saying it for you to do it. No, no. I'm just saying it out loud because I need to know like, Oh, I need to do this. And you know, cause I do have a full-time job. Plus, Sometimes I work on the weekends because I oh, do photography do. on the side. So and you had been doing a lot. And I was that busy at that time. time. I you think know, holidays ev- since November, October. Since October, mm-hmm. I think you've been 
pretty much booked almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. It was busy. Or multiple times a weekend. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, yeah. So, I noticed things, too, you know. That was yeah. So. Do you notice me walking different on the floor? I don't notice you walking different on the floor because you probably don't even care. I don't. That's I don't even see it. When the floor gets that dirty, <laughs> I either wear socks or slippers. Like I cannot wear walk barefoot. And even you know, even then, I'm like, yeah. Like as long as my floors are clean, the house, floors and dishes. That, and the house is usually always clean. That's a, that's another thing that you do. You you are very clean, and I don't have to ask her to do anything. I never come in saying. Oh man, this house is messy because it never is to me. I don't. Know. Yeah. When when I she saw my right bedroom when I lived messy. alone, but you know, but we <laughs> have we have two dogs that bring in dirt, that shed. shed hair, and literally once a week or more, we have to vacuum to get that stuff up and oh, off the yes. floor and give us a chance to. Oh yes. Walk on a bare clean floor so even now right now i think it's in the point where it, it needs to be it's been probably a good five days or so since oh, yes. it's been vacuumed For again sure. so awesome guys well we had a great day today i think we had some good laughs i had some good laugh yes i almost peed my pants thank yeah. you and she was not lying that's a <laughs> true statement right For there real. that's why i had to give her a little bit of a pause if i would have kept going we'd have had For yeah real. we grab a mop all that oh stuff. So. And then I would have been the cleaning mode again. And I don't want to go there. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So don't forget to like and subscribe. This yeah. is Turning the Page with Jer and Jell.